0: You know, it just seems to me that everything God does is not just functional, but uh, beautiful. And and there's some things that actually seem to have no function at all. Um, you know, like like a rainbow, like no function, as far as I can tell. <laughs> Hey guys, Sats here. Welcome to the Digital Rabbi podcast. I hope you're having a very wonderful day wherever you are in the world. And i uh, looking forward to spending some time together now, um, delving into this topic around um, branding. And there's so much I want to say um, about this that I think could be helpful for you. And we're going to look into some of the mechanics and some of the real practicalities around what that looks like for a freelancer, a creative an entrepreneur or a business. Um, visually, linguistically, all of the different elements. But before we go there, we're going to look at the why and also just want to share a bit about where I am right now uh, in my story. And, and, you know, one of the things I've learned around branding is that um, it, it feels like we're, we're constantly evolving and uh, learning. And, and what I mean by that is uh, branding is a process and it's a process of um, understanding who we are, it's strategic and how we communicate with the outside world and uh, that process is is continuing and so right now Uh, For me personally, I am uh, rethinking a little bit and pivoting, let's say, um, where I focus, really putting my emphasis on serving creatives and entrepreneurs. And so I have a little tagline, which I've kind of just been messing around with, uh, which is just this whole thing of creating cool stuff, making money, rest, repeat. And uh, I just kind of feel like that sums up what I want my life to be about. (laughs) I want to create cool stuff uh, just because, you know, there's... um, you know, so much in the in the scripture talks about how God creates just because, and uh, when we think about what we can observe um, around us, um, you know, we see not just function, but we also see beauty. When you think about the sun. Um, it's pretty functional, right? Like it's quite important, <laughs> temperature, light, um, rays, all sorts of stuff, vitamin D, you name it. The sun is perfectly positioned uh, and designed um, to function, uh, to service and uh, to serve life. And yet at the same time, it is so beautiful. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm that person who just loves capturing sunsets, sunrises, and uh, it never comes out as good in the, in the photo, but still it's just beautiful. And it's like, every single sky is unique. You know, you never see the same iteration. It's distinct, the colors distinct, the texture distinct. And, um, you know, it just seems to me that everything God does is not just functional, but uh, beautiful. And, And there's some things that actually seem to have no function at all. Um, you know, like, like a rainbow, like, no function as far as I can tell. It <laughs> doesn't seem to do anything. It's just a nice sort of like, "Woo, we've got all the stories and the promise and all that, but, but really it's just God showing off, right? Um, God marking his covenant with mankind with, with something beautiful and, uh, we're made in the image of God. So, um, I think sometimes we try to be too practical, try to be too, um, you know, uh, money money orientated or too value oriented. Sometimes I think we just need to create because um, it's in us to create, and uh, so I want to create cool stuff. And uh, but you know, it's going to help if you make some money along the way. And money is really about value, isn't it? So when you create something of value um, that is of value to others, whether that is purely from beauty or function, um, we should find. Um, that people will actually pay for that. And then of course rest because uh, we need to rest and we need to enjoy the things that we create. And then let's just do that all again because it's so much fun. So uh, I'm just working on my own brand uh, evolution right now which has started uh, or sparked this thought about something that could be helpful and it's something I've been learning a lot more and more about over the last uh, few years. So, So let's deal with some sort of misconceptions or misunderstandings around what branding is. I think often at times we think branding means we've got to look cool. Branding means we've got to kind of look bigger than we are. Uh, Branding means perhaps that we're projecting something that we are not. And uh, there's actually just, um, it's not only not correct, it's the opposite of what is true. Branding is actually about It's a process through which we get rid of all the things that are not really us. And we strip away all of the extra layers that we, uh, you know, just happen to be there. And so that we can present ourselves and connect with people, uh, whether that's as a personal brand, like myself, or maybe you're running a business, um, you know, or a church or something where there's an image, there's a feeling, there's a interaction. Um, Think of it like this. Whenever you meet someone, you get a feeling, don't you? You get a vibe, Um, from them. And uh, when someone comes up in conversation, when it's somebody that people have a good vibe about, there's like a little lightness, buzz and almost excitement. And when someone's name comes up, it's maybe not so pleasant. And someone who's always complaining or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, we call them mood hoovers, people who hoover the mood. And they just suck it all up and make it uh, lame. And uh, I'm sure it's not you, but uh, it exists. And, uh, and, and, you know, that person's reputation, um, that's their brand. So, so everybody has a brand. It, it doesn't matter what words we use. Uh, we need to understand that your business... Has a brand, it has a feel. And a lot of the time, people um, think, oh, we don't really need branding, but they don't understand that actually they already have a brand. They're just not in control of the brand. And they're hoping that people will see who they are and understand what they're about when they're communicating actually on multiple levels the opposite. Uh, It's a little bit how, you know, um, it doesn't matter so much what we're saying. Uh, Well, it's important, of course, but it's also the way we say it, you know, how you can hear a person smiling uh, on the phone or even in a podcast, you you can, you can, you can hear it, you can feel it. Um, And that's because uh, not everything is just about the words that you say it's, it's about the feeling that you convey. And, uh, people can sense that about a product, about a business, whether you are a nice person <laughs> or whether you are all about money, uh, whether you are creative and fun, whether you are serious and, 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 this is the thing There's there's not necessarily, um, one way that you should be. And that's, what's so beautiful about going through, through this branding process is you're really trying to identify what is unique and distinct about what we do. And I've been on that process. What is unique unique, and what is distinct about what I do? And I've come across certain qualities that think, yeah, I'm actually, that's me. And there are other people who share these qualities, but there's something unique about the way I do it. You know, so often uh, we look at what everyone else is doing and we, and we think, well, you know, what's the point of me, me me being a designer because there's so many other great designers? Uh, or what's the point of me writing copy because there's so many other people who can write so well words? Or what's the point of writing a book because everybody's already written a book already. And it's like, n- no one's written it the way you're going to write it. No one's designed it the way you're going to design it. And that's just the truth. That's the uniqueness of who you are. And that's the sort of thing we want to capture in your brand, in your feelings. So the upfront, before people even have a conversation with you or book a call with you, they're actually catching uh, the essence of uh, who you are. So remember, branding is not about dressing ourselves up to be something that we're not. It's actually about stripping away the layers um, to to reveal who we truly are. So it's about getting back to authenticity. And uh, to to do that requires a process of of, uh, developing self-awareness right because um you know i'm sure you've noticed that uh, you're not always aware of who you are and what's going on the inside of you it does help sometimes for people to actually call that out of you and uh, pull that out of you and i remember um you know uh, the first business i started uh, was teaching guitar and uh, up in the north of england and I just dropped out of university because I didn't really know what I was doing. And I, I was uh, in a in an interesting season in my life and, uh, I didn't do any work. So it was, it wasn't the university's so fault it was mine. And, uh, and I was just kind of, you know, exploring life. I wanted to start a band and that was pretty much all I wanted to do, but I was showing a friend some things on the guitar and, and he was just like, Whoa, Seth, the way you explain that is like so helpful. You're really good at teaching. And I was like, Oh, like I just, I didn't know that, you know, and uh, that actually sparked the idea of, Oh, I'm going to start teaching. And I teach, uh, talk, talk, taught like a load of students, like 20, 30, 40, 50 students over, over a period of a few years. So, um, it was, it was a really cool experience, but, but I learned something about myself, um, because someone else was calling it out. So that's sometimes the danger when we try and do our own branding is, um, it it is hard to see who you are. And so to get some help, get some people around you who are going to identify, um, that is really important. So there's really just three three steps, really, for me in a branding process. Um, uh, maybe there's a few more, but <laughs> I think these are three good principles to think about. And the first one is that it's who you are. We're trying to understand who we are so that we can present who we are. So when we think, you know, visually how we're going to present ourselves, people go, oh, a logo. But a logo is just one of like a thousand touch points. And also nowadays, you know, logos need to be displayed in lots of different formats, don't they? You know, it's not just on a flyer. It's also on your website. It's also on a social media icon. It's, you know, it, it's, it's loads of places. And, um, you know, uh, the, the, who you are is going to determine, um, you know, the colors that you use. Uh, it's going to determine, uh, and, and why is that? It's because certain colors connect better to certain ideas. So, so remember this, that, that all throughout this process, the visuals are, are secondary to the idea, the essence of what you're about. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to um, express and discover, hey, this is who I am. And now I know how to ex- explain myself, you know, and, and communicate um, properly. And so uh, this is one of the reasons why, uh, you know, if you're a logo designer, someone goes, well, I just want like a great logo, it's like, well, that's cool. but and, and you will find loads of people who can do that really cheaply for you. But, but actually, a branding process really needs to go deeper. Like, You actually can't just bash something out. You have to take your time to understand who are you so that, that, that as we develop this you know, visual identity, it's going to actually uh, reflect um, you honestly. So going through that process, finding out who you are and who you're not. So if we think of like famous um, sort of drinks, Coca Cola, uh, Dr Pepper, uh, et cetera, I mean, I'm sure a bunch of these are all owned by the same people, but uh, Red Bull and so on. Like, like everyone has like a different um, a different sort of identity, don't they? Like, like Red Bulls, they're like the crazy, the energy, the, the we're, we're going out there. Um, you know, we're we're, we're attempting like cool like great things and uh you know coca-cola is like it's like summer it's like a summer's day it's a cool kids drink that's why i drink it uh we've got diet coke instantly it's like oh i'm trying to cut down uh, on weight i'm being a bit more careful you know it's someone a little bit more measured maybe someone a little bit older (laughs) Uh, uh we've got dr pepper Oh, who drinks Dr. Pepper? That stuff is crazy. But, uh, but it's a, that's, that's the wild card drink, isn't it? You've got San Pellegrino. It's you know, someone who wants to be a bit, bit posher. It's a bit more sophisticated as a brand. So you can kind of go through and uh, y- you can start to identify these qualities and these aspects um, in, uh, I mean, we've just done drinks, but there's, there's loads, You know, aren't they, when we, when we go around um, all of these uh, household names. And one of the things um, that I think we sometimes make the mistake of thinking is, well, you know, I'm I'm a small business. I'm not on a Coca-Cola, you know, Nestle sort of level, so I don't need a brand. But but actually, that's that's actually the opposite of what is true. Because the thing is, is that the the one of the goals with branding is that you would, um, as you discover who you are, is that you would really uh, make yourself distinct. In, in other words, if you've got unique qualities. Um, you know, we we need to present those unique qualities. So people go, wow, you are different and you are different. And by the way, this is, this is completely applicable to if you're in just like a normal job, you know, you're an employee, you're looking for a new job or an interview process. What is distinct and different about you? That's your reputation, your personal um, brand. Because if you're the same as everybody else, there really is no benefit. Um, to hiring you or working with you or signing up with you like this what what 's the point you the the biggest selling point for you is that you are you, and no one else can do what you can do there 's so many podcasts. In, in the world today. I don't need to start a podcast. <laughs> There's so many, but I know that the way that I think and the way that I talk and the way that I process and the topics that I'm going to talk about, all of those things combined makes a completely unique podcast experience. And if people want to listen to something else, that's cool. But you're listening today because for whatever reason, you're resonating with this experience, hopefully. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, <laughs> subscribe, all of that jazz, share with a friend. And so um, I think sometimes we just discount ourselves, don't we? And we just go, well, you know, but the uniqueness of who you are, that's, that's the power of, of your brand. So, so spend some time and there's questions you can ask yourself for, for a branding process to really understand who am I? And it's so cool because who you are makes you feel alive, right? Now, there's nothing worse than feeling like I've got to pretend, I gotta put a mask on, you know, I I gotta present myself as maybe more professional than I actually am. You know, when you've got a sense of humor, uh where you like to mess around, uh, where you're a little bit cheeky or, or whatever, you know. It's it's like no, don't feel like you've got to put yourself into a mold of what everyone else wants you to be. The branding process is there to help you discover who you are. So that's the first thing. And the second thing you wanna think about is who you're trying to reach. And um, you know we're not going to reach everybody and we can't reach everybody because not everybody will like you. <laughs> and, uh, on a personal level, but on a business level, you know, as well as an organization, you're going to do things in a certain way. And again, we're trying to create distinction here, aren't we? Because if we are all things for all people, um, we're really going to be very bland, you know, and unless you're like, I don't know, a product that everybody needs forever, um, like uh, Tetra Pak or whatever it's called, <laughs> like uh, you, it's probably quite unlikely that that's what you're doing. You're, you're actually trying to offer something unique, the unique qualities of who you are, and you, you want to serve a unique audience. Now, now what happens that's so, that is so cool with this is as we start to narrow who we're trying to reach, we're actually going to find um, the thing that matters most in communication, and that is focus. So when we're trying to speak to lots of different people, like when I think about how I talk to my kids and then how I might preach in church on a Sunday or how I might sit back on a Friday evening and hang out with my wife or talk to my friends on another evening or run a seminar somewhere else. Like every single time I communicate, um, I'm bringing like a, a a different voicing, aren't I? because I'm trying to, I'm connecting with different people. Now you can connect with different people and, and that's totally normal and okay. Um, they're all me, by the way. I'm not, not me in any of those situations. Um, but, but, but what we want to do is as much as possible, and particularly when we start out, is to go narrow, not broad, And when you go narrow, what happens is you start to, um, you start to have uh, the sharpness of focus and your words begin to cut through. They really resonate with people and then they will share them and all that kind of stuff. So when you think about social media, you know, don't try and write for everybody. You're just going to get lost and it will be generic and any wisdom you've got is not going to be interesting. Um, but if you go really specific and try and focus just on one person, one type of person, Think through all of the demographics, and this might sound a little bit, um, you know, uh, you know, it's, we don't like to talk like this uh, in the world sometimes, but this is how marketing works. Uh, we're going to zone in on just one segment of the population. So, if you want to reach seventeen-year-old boys in. The East Midlands, then focus on those. And and this is the cool, really cool thing: is just because you niche down, that's what you've probably heard of that term. Um, just because you niche down and you focus doesn't mean you can't serve other people. Um, that's actually not true at all. It just means that you're you're going to have a clarity and a focus. Think about how Jesus uh, came to accomplish his his mission. You know, he could have picked you know from all across the world. He could have picked a super diverse uh, group, but but he didn't. He picked twelve young guys. Who were all Jewish, and uh, you know that's <laughs> that's controversial, but that's what he did because you know, his mission was to reach the world, wasn't it? But his the initial part of his mission was to have focus and clarity. He's like, no, I came for the, the lost sheep of Israel, and uh, and like, bam! So so he was pretty successful, um, and I believe because his strategy. Was well because he's God, but also because he chose a strategy that was going to work, which was to focus in. And um, you know, when I think about churches, you know, every church is different. And uh, I've realized for us in our church, we're not trying to reach everybody in London, we're not trying to reach all nine million people. That just is silly. And it's also when you really think about it, it's actually a little bit arrogant. You know, if I were to think, hey, we're the guys, we're the church for everybody, we're gonna, you know. It's like, no, there's loads of other churches that are going to play their part. So, so understand this is in, in whatever you're doing, whether it's creative services or I don't know, you know, in, in, your, in the dream that you're building, you're writing a book, etc. you're an artist, uh, just, just understand that it's okay. You, your work is not going to be for everybody you know, like it's not, and that's fine. And that's actually good because it's going to enable you to uh, put your energy and your time into the people who are interested. And uh, you'll be able to do that by really thinking about who are you trying to reach? Um, who is your work for? So you've got who you are and then you've got who you're trying to reach your target audience. And the third thing we need to consider is how those two fit together. So if you mentioned like a Venn diagram you got who you are on one side in the circle and the other circle you've got um, who you're trying to reach. Well, uh, when, you, when you get that overlap there, we're really talking about something called your positioning, how you position yourself to reach those people. So you want to stay true to who you are because branding is not about dressing ourselves up to be something that we're not. Um, but we also want to kind of focus in on our target audience. And so uh, we're, we're going to uh, present ourselves visually in a way that works for both and we're going to talk with a certain tone of voice that is going to connect with our target audience you know like like that's that's how you do it. when you, when you talk like a it's, it's a little bit like old people trying to talk to like the youth you know i'm i'm not very old but like i'm 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 still i've got to that point in my life when i realized like youth Young people think I'm old, like a 17-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 12-year-old. They're like, wow, you're old. And I'm like, no, I'm just getting started, but all good. <laughs> because I remember thinking like that as well <laughs> as like a 13-year-old. And, 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 and that awkward conversation, you know, when, when people try and, you know, it, the, the, that's, that's, that's a bad sort of branding experience where, where people try too hard to be something that they're not. There is a way to talk to a 13-year-old as an adult that, that allows you to retain who you are. You're not 13 as well. You don't have to try and pretend. But it also, it, you're also aware that you're talking to a 13 year old, right? And so somewhere in that positioning, right there, is going to uh, really frame what your brand sounds like, uh, what it looks like, uh, the places that you're going to hang out. And um, that's a big question. Often I get is, you know, what social media platforms should I be on? You really want to find out where where are the people I'm trying to reach. Um, hanging out. And uh, for me, it's Instagram. That's where I'm trying to... Ha- that's where creative people, I th- feel, are. It's got, um, you know, it's got quite good organic reach. Um, there's the ability to have conversation um, in the DMs. And I think, for me, that's quite important because that's important to me, to build relationships. That's part of who I am. I don't just want clicks or likes. I, I want to engage with people. I want to hear people's stories. So so, so you can kind of see how identifying those three areas, who you are, who you're trying to reach, and of course, how a position um, between the two and, and is going to frame um, your branding experience. And we've not even got to designing anything, you know, creating anything like we're, we're, we're nowhere near that process. We're just doing all of the groundwork um, to get um, ready. So, um, hey, I hope you found this um, helpful. And I want to just encourage um, anyone who um, is, uh, you know, you've got a dream, you've got something you're building, And I want to encourage you to think about your personal brand, because I know for me, it took a little bit of time to almost even embrace that. It sounded a bit sort of, um, I don't know, big headed for lack of a better word. Just it felt, felt like it was all a bit about me. It wasn't, but I was a bit afraid of the word, and <laughs> I was afraid of putting myself out there because of how other people might perceive it. Like, oh, Sats is kind of he's putting out photos of himself, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And and I just want to encourage you to to um, if you do have something that that rests upon you as a person and, uh, you've got a creative project you want to do, then let me, let me just encourage you to, to embrace that. Understand that branding is not about dressing yourself up to be something that you're not. It's about stripping away all of the layers that are incorrect and, and that we sort of bolt on there to impress others. We get rid of those things so that we can be authentically us. And that's how we can serve the world. Um, and, uh, and you know, um, Jesus says, you know, don't hide under a bucket. What's, what's the point? Says the light is not going to be seen if you hide. So for me, that's that's branding right there. It's one of the applications of the scripture. Anyway, you know, like make yourself clear, make yourself known, so that people can decide. And I think sometimes we're afraid. If I make, if I let people see who I really am, um, what what are they? How are they going to respond? How are they going to react? Are they going to like me? Are they going to love me? Are they going to accept me? And uh, friend, I just want to encourage you, be you. There's no one else who can be you. Uh, You're the only version of you that will ever exist. Um, and uh, the world needs you and the things that are on the inside of you and I'm going on a journey personally of embracing that and learning to implement that so uh, stick along for the journey please do hit subscribe uh, rate and review would be really helpful I'd love to share this podcast with as many people as possible so if you've got some creatives in your world maybe in your church in your business a friend someone who's starting something and you think they could just use some encouragement uh, why don't you send them this uh, podcast episode and uh, just encourage them Um, Hey, uh, come on, say hello. Over on Instagram, uh, you can follow me at satsalanki. And I've got a bunch of free resources and various things over on my website, digitalrabbi.co. So uh, go check it out, digitalrabbi.co. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you in the next episode.